Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. El.com. You're listening to Cordishi and Coit. Call the show at 401-737-1287. 1037-WEEI, Southern New England Sports Original. Welcome back to Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. 401-777-1037 is the phone number if you want to join us this morning. Let's go right back to the phone calls and Steve in Fall River. Steve, you're next on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Good morning, Steve. I'm at a restaurant, so I'm going to just say a few things. <clears throat> when Bill Parcells took over the team, one of the first acquisitions I can remember was he signed Jeff Dellenbach, who was a highly regarded center for the Miami Dolphins. And I said, wow, he's going to build this offensive line from the inside out. We had uh, – we had uh, – our left tackle, Bruce Armstrong. We, 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 we were making strides, and he started from the inside out. Yep. In the meantime, I heard you talking about Greg Popovich, and I rolled my eyes. I said, wow, it's very critical about Greg Popovich. He probably could be the same way about Bill Belichick. And then I said, I'm not going to say that because I'll get Scott mad at me, but you had to go on and tell me about why Bill Belichick – you still have faith in Scott. I'm going to ask you one thing, and I'm going to listen off the air. How can you reconcile his below 500 record? And that's not just because he's fallen out of faith with the new players. He was 500 before Brady, when he was young and vigorous and had his way out in Cleveland, and he's been 500 after. There's no, I can't understand how you can – have faith in this guy coaching. Okay, so I go back to your dinner, it. Steve, and thanks for the phone call. I'll answer it, and if you've been <laughs> listening and had half a brain, you would have heard what I said, and that is this. I don't think Bill does a good job picking the players. I would strip him of his personnel responsibilities. I said I yeah. still believe he's a good coach, okay? I believe if you give Bill Belichick good players, he can win and win at a high level. Same thing with Greg Popovich, by the way. I think when he has great players, you can see how good of a coach he is. So you need to find somebody that can give Bill Belichick good players. That's why I I want to keep Bill Belichick. Okay, does well, that answer your yeah. question, Steve? Okay. Yeah, and and I would say too, with Popovich and the discussion we were having, we want to talk about not being able to, you know, relate or something that's sort of antiquated. Just a, a guy getting on a microphone in the middle of the arena and saying "Don't boo." It's it's like the the Simpsons meme that you know of of old man Simpson the old man yells at Cloud him at the you know on the top of a newspaper like it's just that to me is it was just I'm shaking my head because I'm yeah. like that doesn't resonate dude it it's not gonna play well you know it, it just right. comes off as as really soft so yeah and I, I sort of related to just some of the antiquated things that we've seen here with Belichick too. 
All right, let's continue with uh, the calls and say hello to Dan and Cranston. Good morning, Dan. You're next on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Good morning, Bahama Bob. How you doing out there? <laughs> I'm doing well, thank you. <laughs> All right, uh, Nick, I- I'm, I'm kind of angling to where you're coming from on this, and this isn't the Nexus and O's things anymore. Um, this is more just relating. Like, I'm just going to use the tree, the three obvious on the tree. Patricia, McDaniels, and Judge, all right? Okay. All three were famously hated, like no, like all-time hated where they, when they left. Like, we all know what happened with the Raiders, the smoking cigars, stuff you never see. This is how hated they were. And their, manner, their way of coaching is right from they tried to do what Belichick did. But the problem is they don't have the ranks, right? They didn't earn it. They were yep. assistants, but they weren't the head guy. Now, the problem with Bill is now, and I think this is where Nick is kind of hitting it on the head, is that those six rings don't mean too much anymore. We look at, you're going to use recency bias with this. The, the Patriots right now are the laughingstock of the league, like a laughingstock. The dysfunction at this level makes like the worst of the Jets a model organization. This is, it is incredible how from the drafting to the quarterbacking, the, the decision, everything is f up, right? Everything from top to bottom, and people just want to just like, like just brush it away. Like this, this is a disaster of epic proportions that you can't even put it into words. How bad it is right now. But Dan, who says the, this, who who says the six rings matter anymore? I think we all know that. We all know that this franchise is bottomed out. That it's bad, and that's why I think. You know, me, I'm, I'm one that says take away his personnel responsibilities. I think you got to overhaul the entire personnel operation in Foxborough. That's what I would do. I, I would start there. Um, but, but I mean, you make it sound like, you know, none of us, like, want to acknowledge that. I think everybody acknowledges No, that. no, no, no. That isn't what I meant. What I meant was, say he leaves, right? Yep, yep. And he goes to Dallas, San Diego, wherever. I don't know if the, the players are going to say, I'm going to buy into his stuff. I don't think I don't think he can coach a team anymore. Oh, I do. This is an extra no, Scott. I, I think don't. he can coach talent. I really don't. I, I think he can coach. Ta- Look, I think it, it, just just like you know Mike McDaniel down in Miami. I think you give a coach good players. I think he can still coach. I do. Well, if he give him his chance, okay. And he's walking thin ice right now. Uh, if he flames out and goes somewhere else with a good team, he is his legacy is completely washed in my mind. Completely most overrated coach in the history of sports. If he goes to Dallas as a great quarterback or San Diego or, or L.A. or someone has a stacked roster and he can't get it done and they regress, he's burned like every bridge he has. I, I think that's made. fair to say. I think if he goes to a team that too. has good talent and doesn't win there and loses, yeah, I would agree. I think then his legacy takes a huge hit. All right. Have a good weekend, fellas. Take care. All right. Thanks. And, and, you too, and look, Dan. His, his legacy overall is secured because the guy's won six Super Bowls. Now, you can say yeah. he's been all Tom Brady, but that's still – Belichick is going to, and deservedly so, get credit for that. He's a, a short-shot Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, and just talking about, you know, the future here, one of the reasons I, I would overhaul not just the personnel department, but I, I, I would move on um, at the head coaching position if it were me – is because I think if you're going to do the, the overhaul in personnel, I just think you need something new. I think you need to be 
everything needs to be overhauled and and that includes the philosophies and kind of getting up with the times in the modern day NFL and the way offenses are run and you know the players and I just everything I think if you're going to start new I think you start new with this organization and go from there um and that's why it, even if you were to I, I I if you overhaul the personnel department in and take away his personnel po- powers and he's still here I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd like that in terms of the changes. I, I, I still believe Bill Belichick could coach. I think if he went to say the chargers, I think he would do a good job. I think he would be, he would, if he had that kind of talent, I think he'd coach it. Well, I've always said Bill Belichick's defenses are always good and they're always competitive. And I think he would do a good job with that. But here, I think if you're going to make changes, I think you got to make wholesale changes. Well, you say that, okay, and I don't disagree with what you're saying, but when you talk about overhauling the whole, you know, kit and caboodle and the way they do things organizationally, I know you're not going to change ownership, right? The Crafts aren't going to sell the team, but do they need Can't to change do that. the way they do business? Do they need yes. to say, you know what, we need to do have more cash spending and allow for our coaches or our personnel people to have more cash spending or are we going to continue to be among the bottom teams in the league in cash spending and make a splash in free agency once every 20 years you know what i mean I that needs to change too okay that absolutely needs to change because again i I feel like the crafts are skating here and and i want to keep i want to keep some of the pressure on the crafts good and and you should and i i would hope that the crafts would look at a season like this would look at where they are you know how much brand and image matters to Robert Kraft. And as Dan was just saying, the Patriots this year have been laughingstock level in the NFL. And I, I would hope that that, no matter how old he gets, no matter how long he's been around the game, I would hope that that has already bothered Robert Kraft and he would be motivated to open up the checkbook and he would be motivated to make changes in the way that things are run. Because if he doesn't, I think it's going to continue. I mean, it's all nice and well to hear your owners say every year, well, I have expectations of making the playoffs and winning a playoff game. But the fact of the matter is, is he putting his money where his mouth is? You know what I mean? Uh, and yep. I just feel like, you know, it's come to that point for, for Bob Kraft and the Patriots. So, you know, if you want to receive all the accolades and they were well-deserved when things are going well, you need to take the heat and hear the criticism when things aren't going well and, and address it. And, Scott, they're putting so much money into the stadium, the – Lighthouse, the scoreboard, trying to host World Cup games, being a concert venue, that they're losing sight of of what that building is, a football stadium, and their team. Right. I agree. I totally Mm -hmm. agree. All right, let's squeeze in one more call before we go to our next break. It's Ryan in New London wants to talk about the Patriots. Good morning, Ryan. You're next on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, So uh, I support Bill Belichick, and uh, I think – that uh, he's just kind of an example of what's going to start to go wrong with with pro sports with NIL money involved. You, you know, you're going to have so many of these younger people coming into football, basketball, whatever league, um, not understanding, um, you know, the, the where their bread uh, bread is buttered and uh, how money works, uh, and feel a little bit entitled and. Uh, 
everyone's going to have to walk on eggshells around some of these young people. And I think maybe part of that NIL experience should be going up to, let's say if you're working for uh, New Balance, going up to Maine and spending a couple of weeks in one of their factories and seeing what people have to do to earn a living, uh, maybe spend a couple of weeks in one of the offices doing some administrative work uh, so that uh, you can gain an appreciation for what happens when your football uh, career doesn't work out so so that they can have some perspective uh, with all this money flowing in. So people are different nowadays, the way they communicate. Young people, uh, they're more difficult to communicate with. And I think that that's probably some of the challenge Bill has with uh, Mac Jones Okay, so uh, it, through it, no it, fault of his own. And, I, and you know what, Ryan, and, and I'm with you, and you and I are a members of a shrinking group of those who still support Bill Belichick. But if what you say is true, if younger people are more difficult to communicate with or communicate in different ways and Bill's having trouble getting through to them, then isn't that reason to make a change? Don't you need to find somebody that can relate to this younger generation, get through to them, and be able to motivate them and be able to push the right buttons? Because I think that is part of coaching today. I do think people change, and I do agree with you that these younger generations, they're, you know, the, the way you communicate with them, the way you motivate them, it's different than what it was years ago. The old school type of coaching doesn't necessarily work the way that, that it used to. So if Bill can't adapt to that, do you need to consider moving on from him? And I'm a Belichick supporter like you. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think that's putting a lot on Bill. I think that uh, some young people need to be made to understand, um, you know, how to interact with, you know, uh, adults in the room. So, you know, again, they're maturing a little bit differently. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that Bill leaving is the entire answer. I understand your point. Um, I'd like to see him stay. Uh, I think he's earned that at least respect from fans and uh, a lot of players, but um, maybe he is gone. Well, time will tell, right? Yep. And, and I, I think right. that times, yeah. Thank Thanks, you for the Ryan. call, Ryan. Uh, I, I think, I think that time's already been used up. I think that goodwill's already been used up. I think I think last year was the year that we said, okay, Bill, you screwed up the coaching situation on offense. Let's see what you do to bounce back. That was his armor. And so, 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 now so we're Nick, forgive me. It. Is this guy arguing that Belichick is a strong communicator? Because I think that's hogwash. Well, I think he was, but I don't think now. I think I think this is the reason that I think a change needs to be made. Because yeah, I, I think this younger generation, doesn't matter what industry it is now, this younger generation, uh, for all the points that you guys just brought up, is I think they're quicker in terms of wanting things to happen, success to happen. Um, and and they don't, they're not necessarily patient with it. Um, there's a lot of things we could get into it's with the younger generation. It's a more sensitive generation. But, but does sure. that excuse sure. the fact that Bill no. acts like a total jerk to the media and Bill – benches his quarterback and then takes two weeks to not even make an announcement on who no. the starter is. I, no, I don't think it, Bill is necessarily acting like an adult. And I think it's a little uh, condescending to say, oh, these kids don't know how to act like, yeah. like adults when the 72 year old doesn't act like an adult. Good point, I think, Joe. I think that's fair. <laughs> no, I, I think that's fair. I think what he's arguing yeah. is, you know, to, 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 yeah, today's kids are different and they don't necessarily respond to Bill's coaching style. Look, nobody's more old school at heart than me. 
But I also acknowledge that I think, you know, you have to adapt and change with the times. You're not going to yes. change the way an entire generation looks at things. Um, you know, to me, if you're going to keep if you want to keep coaching old school, you damn well better recruit and find players that will respond to the old school style of coaching. Because if you don't, it's going to go terribly wrong. And the bottom line is there are fewer and fewer kids like that uh, that are still around that will respond to that old school type, you know, coaching and mentality. So you do have to yeah. adapt as a coach. You have to change. Well, I, th- I think, you know, Ryan's point about, you know, kids need to see this and that, that's all well and good, but the generation is what it is. And you're right, Scott, things have to adapt. You have to adapt if you're a coach in the NFL now to what this generation is coming into the league with NIL and all that. Like, you need to adapt. You're, you're not going to change the wave, the generation. So you have to yeah. live with it and you have to deal with it. And I think some of these younger coaches are probably more relatable. They understand it a little bit more. You know, some of them may have come from the college game and seen it with their own eyes. So that's why some of these old school ways of running an organization probably are getting lost in the fold here. Joe, as we go to break, let me just explain it to you very simply in this way, in terms we can all understand. My generation, people like me, were tough. Coit's generation, people like Nick, are soft. That's what no, don't put to. me that's there. Just, no, 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 no. That's just don't where we are there. today in society. Don't don't put <laughs> me there, though, Scott, because I was brought up old school. I was brought up old school. My parents wanted me to work to earn if everything. If anything, Scott, I, I could argue that Nick and I's generation were the last we're generation the last. not to mm-hmm. grow up with the Internet, not to grow up with the... No, you know, agree. softening just, of, of, the, of the current you, but, but see, now you're showing your sensitivity, you two, so you're, you're kind of validating my joke here. You know what I no, mean? No, no, so no, no, no. Don't be so sensitive. Don't be so sensitive. It's a joke. I'm not being sensitive. Joke. I know. It's just I know. the facts, I Mr. Just, Cordishy. It's Joe, just the facts. Joe, Joe and I, don't don't push the work ethic button with us because Joe and I still have that. And I, I would argue, and it's, it's a point I was going to bring up with this discussion to sort of wrap it up. Even the difference between like Joe and I's generation and then the kids that are coming in. I mean, we're mid mid to late thirties. The kids that are coming into the workforce and the industry now, the there's a huge gap. There's a difference there in the way that things were brought up. That's and and that's only ten to fifteen years. And that's wild to me. That right. it's changed like that so much. We'll it's crazy. Take a break. We'll be back with more with putting Passarelli, Cushy Coy. And the tough guy right after this. Softy Scott. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Pick, click, and buy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.